Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Friends, let's make birthday memories that will last a lifetime at Build-A-Bear Workshop. During the birthday month of your kids, they're going to get to count their candles before making their own birthday treat bear. The birthday treat bear is made just for birthdays, and it only costs as much as the age you're celebrating. If your child is turning five, the birthday treat bear only costs $5. Visit buildabear.com to become a bonus club member for free and learn more about all the fun ways to celebrate birthdays at Build a Bear Workshop. Friends, you are listening to episode number 212, and my guest is Nicole Zazowski. Nicole is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Connecticut, where she lives with her husband, Jimmy, and her son, James. She's an old soul who wears her heart proudly on her sleeve. Nicole also enjoys writing about her story and the way she sees God moving and molding her through it. You're going to want to know this after our show is that her first book is coming out in January of 2020. That seems like forever away, I know, but just keep her name in the back of your mind because you are going to want to get your hands on this. Today's show is talking about feelings. You may think, I love feelings or I hate feelings. Just stay with me, you guys. If you are a person who would rather just stuff those feelings down, I want you to know that this show is for you. Get in a safe place with a safe friend and listen because you are going to be challenged to see how helpful it actually is to deal with your feelings instead of stuffing them down. We talk about how we as people, we are so good at protecting ourselves from pain. Anyone relate to that? We cannot change what we will not name, so it's a very important part of the process Mm -hmm. to know what it is that we need to take off. Um, And this whole model is based on that verse in Ephesians, you know, taking off the old self and putting on the new. But then the bulk of the work is just beginning because, and a lot of people want to jump to, well, I just won't do that. Uh I'll take those coping behaviors and no matter how I feel, I'll do something different. Mm -hmm. And self-control, as you know, only gets us so so far, far, not very far at all. Because if that emotional root is there and we've learned to protect ourselves in those ways, we have to go to the root. Okay. You've got that goodness to look forward to. Also at the beginning, before we get to dealing with our pains and stuffing it down, Nicole and I talk about some grief that her and her husband have walked through in the past couple of years with multiple miscarriages. Today, she's going to open up with that and show that how even though she wishes that this wasn't her story, obviously, she's finding joy in the midst of it. The truth is, guys, that I know so many of us, we're either walking through grief ourselves or we're walking alongside friends that are grieving right now. Nicole and I even talked today about how to walk through grief with a friend. And I know that you're going to find this helpful because it's going to happen sooner or later. We're going to have a friend who needs us to be there in their time of grief. 
Nicole and I had never met before this interview, but let me tell you, I adored her. She's just a breath of fresh air. And let me tell you this, if she lived closer, I'd make her go to lunch with me once a month just to process my emotions and feelings with her. In all seriousness, whenever I talk about counseling on the show, I get so many messages from you guys saying thank you. You tell me, thank you for making counseling seem normal. You tell me, thank you for taking the stigma away from walking into a counselor's office. And I want to say that comes from experience. You guys, I've walked into a counselor's office and it's not scary. It's actually really, really great. So thanks, Nicole, for also coming on and helping to take away that stigma as well. Guys, you're going to really love this show today. Did you guys know that in nine days, we have our next Happy Hour Live event? We do these twice a year, two nights back to back. They are so much fun. I really, really hope that you get to come to one. If you're listening and you've joined us at one, you're nodding your head because I know you had a phenomenal time at these events. Our guests this year are Amy Brown from The Bobby Bones Show. You guys have heard her on the show before. Shay Scholl, she's been on the show before. Annie F. Downs, she's been here. You love her. And Crystal Hurst, you love her as well. Four phenomenal women with great stories who are doing phenomenal things with their lives in the world. They're all coming to be with us in a few weeks. These nights are my favorite for a few reasons. Number one, if you come to this, you get to come to my favorite city. I really think Austin, Texas is one of the greatest cities in the world. You get to explore it. You get to eat tacos that I love and drink coffee that I love. That's why I love it. Number two, I get to hug so many of your necks. I'm a hugger. If you've ever met me, you know that. I love meeting listeners. Number three, we really do have some raw and vulnerable conversations on that stage. We laugh, we cry, we do it all. It is so much fun. If you wanna know when the next one is, make sure that you are subscribed to the newsletter. It's really the best way to know when everything's happening. This newsletter goes out every single Wednesday and it includes show notes from each podcast. So if you're a podcast listener, which you are because you're listening, when you get that in your email inbox, it has every link that we talk about on the show. So you're driving, you're running, you're walking, you're nursing a baby in the middle of the night, you're washing dishes. You don't have time to write down every book we talk about. Guys, don't worry, I've done it for you. It's all in the newsletter. Also, it has extra stuff like tickets for events. Speaking of, there's a link in the newsletter that went out today for an event in Houston, and you guys are the first to know about it if you're on the newsletter. If not, I'll tell you on Instagram in a few days. So if you wanna make sure that you know about the next Happy Hour Live, which I'll give you a small clue, it's next year, 2019 in April. There you go. Make sure that you're signed up jamieivy.com slash newsletter. Guys, have you ever felt so far from God, you're sure he can't even hear your cries? It's those moments when you need renewed grace. And in those times, God promises mercy like morning. In Jane Johnson's debut book, Mercy Like Morning, she shares the things she learned the hard way. When life broke her heart, Jane turned to scripture. Through her decade-long journey of infertility, Jane dug in. While grieving the loss of her best friend, Jane dug in. While asking and waiting on God for miracles, she discovered new mercies every morning, and you can too. In Mercy Like Morning, you will learn how to be intentional with your own quiet time. When you seek truth in Scripture, God will tuck back your hair for whispered revelations of your own. In Mercy Like Morning, you will learn how to search every nook and cranny of your Bible until there is no dark corner left. Fall in love with God's Word for the first time or all over again. Order Mercy Like Morning at janejohnson.com or anywhere books are sold. 
All right, friends, longest introduction ever. I know it, but thank you for sticking with me. Here is my conversation with Nicole. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the happy hour. Hi, Jamie. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. We have a mutual friend. Well, I just found out we have several mutual friends, at least that I figured out so far. By the end of this hour, we might know more. Uh, But Jen Jett. Mm -hmm. Love her. And how do you know Jen? So we met at one of her launch well seminars. Oh, yes. That she does for writers or prospective writers. Mm -hmm. Which one? um, The one in New York City. Okay. Yeah. I live just outside New York City, so was super excited that they came and did that and helped me in my process. I love it. Yeah. She's there with... um, who does she do? Jana Burson. Jana Burson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jen is great. She's been on the show several times. Aww. And um, she was like, you need to talk to this girl. So Aww. I'm so glad you're here. Well, I'm really grateful to be here. Okay. Introduce yourself a little bit. I know that you're married and you have a son and you live in Connecticut and you used to live on the West Coast, but tell me what you do. Yes. I am a marriage and family therapist. Which, um, am I going to cry in this next hour? Oh, you might, but that won't be a bad thing. <laughs> I might cry too. So that's good. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, And I work with couples. I work with individuals, um, adolescents and older. And my practice is in Greenwich, Connecticut, just outside New York City. And I am a writer. uh, And when I'm not doing counseling, I write about big and little things in life and how I see God moving through the pain and joy that I've experienced, particularly in this latest season. Mm -hmm. Pain and joy in hard seasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that is one of, to me, that you can correct me if you don't feel this way. To me, it feels like one of the hardest things about the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, it also sometimes feels like the most comforting that there can be joy in the midst of pain. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. It stinks that there's pain. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I think, Wow, what a gracious God to also give us joy in the midst of it. Absolutely. I mean, I think that when we're honest about our pain and when we... Is that the key? I think so. I, I think when we're honest about it, it ushers us in to the deepest joy that we have ever known. You know, I, I used to think that joy was found on the far side of a problem solved or a dream like fulfilled. Once you're it, yes. or once you've gotten what you're looking for. Exactly. Or what you when you've gotten what you want mm-hmm. and, and maybe your joy is contingent on a particular outcome. But this last season has taught me that when you're honest about your pain and even in the midst of it, joy comes from walking every season we have with God, every feeling we have with God and not just the happy the quote ones. Unquote good ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I'm honest about my pain, it's ushered me into deeper friendships with my community, a more full understanding of the character of God that mm. I didn't fully recognize before. And what a powerful experience to be honest with him. Mm. You know, I used to think, and I, I've struggled with this a lot, because in my pain, I tend to perform. Um, That's one of the things I do to try to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And we will play out with God what we play out in our other relationships. And so I used to, when I first experienced intense grief a few years ago, I thought, okay, I've got to show them I've learned something. I've got to try and have the perfect feelings and I can be a little sad, but I show God, I need to show him I'm learning and growing through it. And yeah, show God. And, and 
oh man, he just showed me mm. that the more he, he says in his word that it is a pleasure, it is a joy. We have this gift in being jars of clay. And jars, jars of clay are fragile, they're mm-hmm. cracked, they're imperfect. And that's because those cracks are how the light gets in and out. Mm. Um, so I want to I want to go two places with us today. Sure. First, I want to hear you mentioned you, that you've walked through seasons of yeah. grief in mm-hmm. the past seven years, mm-hmm. and where I want to hear about the season of grief, mm-hmm. and I want to hear how you felt joy, mm-hmm. and then I want to also talk about your work that you do mm-hmm. with marriage and family counseling. Yeah. Um, I was telling you before we started recording. Anytime we talk about counseling on the happy hour. I always get messages from people. Mm. I get messages from therapists saying, thank you for Mm -hmm. making this normal. Yeah. And I get messages from people saying, thank you for making this normal. And so I say all the time, counseling is, it's, it's for all, it's for broken people and we're all broken. Yep. So, I mean, it's just everyone, raise your hand. Me included. Everyone needs it. You know, everybody. Um, I was telling um, my, I had a meeting with one of my kids teachers Uh yesterday. Uh, It was my daughter. (laughs) I was was filling them in on some things Uh and she's super confident. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think I'm going to be interested in this conversation because I think she hides a lot mm. of pain. She's mm. joined our family through adoption and just, yeah. so I, I noticed that about her, but anyhow, I'm talking to her teachers and I'm telling them something like some funny story or whatever. I think I even told them like something I screwed up with in parenting or whatever. And I'm like, listen, this is going to come out in counseling one day when she's in it. And I know it because yeah. we just all screw up. Totally. Like I can't be the perfect parent. Of course not. You know, yeah. and because I'm a yeah. broken person, parenting broken people. Um, but I'm pretty honest with mm-hmm. like kids. It's okay if you if you need to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> your pain that I've caused you mm-hmm. with someone else. Um, and I also I'm like, you can tell me. Yeah. If I'm causing you when pain, please up. tell. Please yeah. tell me. I had that conversation with two kids recently. Have mm-hmm. I ever hurt? Have amazing. I like? Have I hurt your feelings recently? Yeah. And one of them said no, and one of them said yes. Mm. What a gift. I know. And the and the research tells us that there's actually nothing more powerful in our parenting. Not that we have to be perfect, but that how we handle our mistakes mm. and that we're willing to talk about them and say, you're right. I, I wish I would have handled that differently. And mm. here's what I would say to you if yeah. I could do it all yeah. over again. I think there is beauty in that, like totally, you said, because yeah. how does it feel for me as an mm-hmm. adult when someone comes to me and says, or in a marriage relationship mm-hmm. or in a friendship, when someone says, I didn't, I handled that wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes you go, it almost feels like, I feel like I can trust you. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're aware and, and you're human. Yeah. You're willing to own your yeah. mistakes. Uh-huh. Absolutely. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. 
Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, so let's go into your grief. Mm. Yeah, so. It's like, how do you do talking about your grief? You know, I tend to get quiet Mm -hmm. and with my people Mm -hmm. initially, um, my people being, you know, my husband, my family, um, I have a really close knit group of friends. That's one of the things I feel really blessed by in my life. Um, And then once I've processed it and what God is teaching me through it, even if I'm not, I'm by no means over this. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a minute when I share, you'll you'll get why. Um, But, I, I do pretty I do pretty well talking yeah. about yeah. it and it connects I love how vulnerability connects us with other people um, sharing there's nothing more powerful than sharing our stories and the way that we see even if it's not solved the way that we see God molding us through it For sure um, 
and of course we recognize right away, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Your struggles might be totally different than mine, but you know what it's like to be in pain. I think the worst thing we can do is say, well, nobody gets it. Mm -hmm. And there is that tendency when we're in the middle of the most excruciating pain. Mm -hmm. Nobody understands. Um, My friend couldn't possibly understand because she doesn't have to deal with this. Mm But the human experience, we yeah. we have all dealt with pain. We yeah. all know what it's like to grieve in mm-hmm. some way. Do you think you learned that by sharing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. that seems like a dumb question when I say it out loud. But when oh, you think, think like, oh, no one could understand, you have to get past that somehow. Right. And maybe it's that sharing that first thing. Yeah. Learn it by sharing, by listening to other people's stories that, that maybe they had a different journey than I did. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, and maybe we'll talk about this when we get to the counseling portion, but every single one of us has feelings that we tend to feel when we're in a painful situation and things that we tend to do to protect ourselves that um, are a short-term solution that create a longer-term pain. Okay. So we're going to talk about that in a minute because I'm super interested in that. Sure. And in the work that you do there. Yeah. Let's talk about your grief over the past seven years. Yeah. So seven years ago, uh, we moved to Connecticut from California. And some of the some of the changes and loss in the last seven years, I will be the first to admit, they are not tragedies. Um, But for me, what they did was they called out my particular ways of coping with my pain. Some people call them idols. Some people call them coping mechanisms, um, methods of protection. They called out those for me as frauds. They stopped working for me. What were they? Uh, Mainly for me, performance, Uh perfectionism, and shaming myself. Okay. Uh, When I would feel pain, those were sort of my go-tos. And Which is where you said you were trying to convince God that you had learned your lesson. Yeah. Or other people, like if I can just win this person over Mm. and get them to like me, I can feel okay again. Um, when performance is your go-to, you're only as good as your last performance. Mm -hmm. So when it goes well, it's fun for a second. And then you're worried about slipping off the podium. Uh, when it goes poorly, you're just racing to perform again. So you can prove yourself out of that hole. Mm -hmm. Um, and what are the other ones like control? Yeah. And, and and my, my, here's my control and approval. Yep. So control and seeking approval Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Seeking approval would probably fall under the control Mm -hmm. bucket. And I can talk about that when we get to the the counseling portion. But um, yeah, we all do something. And what I discovered very quickly when I got to Connecticut um, was that these failed. Mm. And that was painful. I thought, well, I'll just prove myself all over again. That sounded really tiring, um, but I was, you know, that was all I knew how yeah. to do. And that was sort of my method of survival. And it was very clear through a few interactions early on that people were not so impressed with me. <laughs> that had to hurt. <laughs> I, it hurt really badly. Um, and I, I still don't think some of the things that happened in those interactions and some of the things that were said were were okay, but... I'm really grateful for how God used it because he kind of pulled me out of this approval, disapproval Mm -hmm. cycle. Um, Essentially, I I was interviewing for this counseling position in a private practice I thought I might want to work for. And 
um, this woman made it very clear that I was, nothing about me made sense. And she didn't believe in me, my abilities at all. My resume meant nothing to her. My experiences meant nothing to her. And that people were going to look at me and know that I had nothing to contribute. Mm. Um, And I was devastated. Mm -hmm. And so my whole identity, I realized was caught up in other people's approval of me. And when I didn't get it, um, I got on the phone with a friend from California who was also a therapist. And this was perhaps taught me just as much as the painful interaction because I wanted her to say, No, you're awesome. You're awesome. Uh-huh. I was I, I was looking for acceptance to answer the rejection right. that I felt, approval to answer that disapproval. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget what she said to me. She just listened and she said, Nicole, when you're called, you're called. And I was so dissatisfied by that answer. Because you wanted her to tell you that you're amazing and that woman's stupid. And that that place is dumb. Who would want to work there anyway? Exactly. How wrong they were. How right I was. They missed out on you. They missed out Uh on me. Um, I wanted, I was relying on her approval to boost me up again. But God used her words Mm. to say, when have I ever called anybody that made sense? And when I'm calling you, I equip you. Mm. I don't call and don't equip. And so my your confidence needs to be in my call and oh. not in the approval of others. Um, That'll preach right there. Your confidence oh. needs to be in my call. Mm. Yeah, it's book. been huge for me. It is. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, that was, that was the initial, I, I thought that the season would end kind of when I got used to my new home on the other side of the country where we knew no one. Um, and there was transition there, of course. Um, but that was really just the beginning of God kind of prying my fingers off of the things that I thought I wanted, mm. including control, including my ability to um, make the life that I wanted happen. Um the biggest way that 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 has happened is we've had five miscarriages in the last four years, I believe. Mm. Um, and each one has has been equally painful, but has just shown me different things. Um, and this last one actually was just six weeks ago. We lost our, our fifth baby. Um, and I I looked at, I can't remember if it was my husband or just in my... Uh, prayer time, um, I thought, I do not want to miss the next 15 years mm. wishing for what isn't and missing what is. Mm. And a story that God has continued to bring me back to and has just stood out to me in this these last four years especially is when the Israelites have just been rescued from Egypt. Um and you know they're in the wilderness freedom looks nothing like yeah. their vision mm-hmm. and they don't know what the next day is going to look like they don't even know what the next meal is going to look like and god provides meal by meal um quail in the evening manna in the morning and i believe manna actually means what is it because the israelites reaction to god's provision was what is it? Mm-hmm. They didn't recognize it because they were so 
locked in on their own vision that they missed the blessing of God's provision. And yes, I'm going to, I'm going to grieve each one of these babies. Um, and we have a diagnosis that, that makes it likely there could be more Mm -hmm. in the future. Um, but I'm going to grieve each one and I'm going to be honest about that. And at the same time, I am not going to be so married to my vision that I miss the blessing of God's provision. Now, when you're saying that, mm-hmm. that's difficult. Mm-hmm. That it's is really hard. So difficult. And you know, yeah. I love that. I just read that story with um, a Bible study that I'm doing with some friends. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I also find so interesting about that story mm-hmm. that God keeps bringing you back to, and I think is pretty relevant when you're like, God is providing exactly what you need. Yep. And he told them only take what you need. Yeah. And when they would take too much, mm-hmm. it, it would spoil. spoil. Yeah. And I, I've thought about that story often. It's, mm-hmm. it's so funny that you bring that up today because I think, man, what am I trying to like take to collect man that's mine or and save God's like, for later or save it for yeah. later or whatever. Yeah. And God said, it's not even good. Like mm-hmm. you it can't sustain, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. trust me with what I'm giving you. Yeah. I mean, this is where you're walking. Yes. And I don't say this at all. I mean, I, I speak about this from the mud pit. Mm-hmm. I do not say this at all. Like there are days I don't want to just throw something because yeah. I'm, I'm hurting. And I, um, the vision that I had is not there. Um, and I don't know what it's going to look yeah. like. Um, so what are, as I'm thinking about this and the thing that we both know is so true. And you mm-hmm. said is that it doesn't matter what your pain is. We yeah. can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, I can relate to this pain, yeah. even though um, I have had mm-hmm. miscarriages. Yeah. Um, but what does that look like practically for someone that's in the mud pit with you? Like they're in their own mud pit. Like this is hard in mm-hmm. life. And they wake up another day and go, I don't know how I can do this. Because mm-hmm. that's reality for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And if it's not mm-hmm. your reality now, just hold on because life is so hard. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Um, practically for you mm-hmm. um, to kind of get to the point where you go, I don't want to miss the next 15 years, mm-hmm. like holding on to something that's not mine to hold on to. What does yeah. that look like for? I mean, I, I've learned with each of the five. Um, and as I said in the beginning, I wasn't so great at yeah. this, but being honest about the grief is the only way through. Mm. Um I don't, I don't want a way out. I want a way through, Mm. um, and a way out. Any one of those coping mechanisms that we could rely on is a way out. So what does a way through look like? Cause this is good. I like this Yeah, because a way out would be like for you, I'm going to prove to God that I got my lesson. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be perfection. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this well. Um, for me, it would be different, but what does it look like to walk through it? I think being raw, honest with uh-huh. God and other people about this really hurts. Yep. Instead of trying to stuff it. Yeah. Or put yeah. a shiny coat on it. Okay, I yeah. mean, and that's, that's what it looks like for me mm-hmm. because performance is my thing. So laying that down out of the truth that I know I am just as valuable in my pain as mm. I am when I'm in my joy and celebrating. That's good. My identity does not change. God does not love me any less, which sounds so cliche, but can be really hard to own in the moment. Mm. Um, 
he doesn't love me any less when I'm in my grief or when I'm feeling these feelings we like to label negative feelings. And I've stopped doing that because I think all feelings can usher us into his love. Okay, that's good. Because negative would mean like, I don't need to have those. Yeah, or that there's somehow you're defective if you feel those or you haven't gotten over it or you're wallowing. Um, Like, are you still in like, are you? Yeah, 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 exactly. Are you still dealing with that? And I think feeling those feelings and and being honest about them for me, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that. I'm just as valuable yeah. there as I am when I'm celebrating something or when I'm when I do get through mm-hmm. and I do feel that joy. You know, the flip side of this I'm I'm thinking about. I just interviewed my friend Taylor Nichols, who mm. was on the show recently, and yeah. she walked through losing her dad yeah. as a 28-year-old. So sure. we talked about that grief and what grief has oh, looked like for her. That would be so hard. And we talked about how grief is so different and it fluctuates and it's mm-hmm. ugly and it's it's unexplainable and it comes and goes, all mm-hmm. the things that you know. Yep. So we talked about that. One thing that I'm really, really intrigued about especially because I was sitting with my friend Taylor and mm. we do life together. Yeah. You know, she lives here in Austin and yeah. we're friends. We're friends too, but you know, oh, she yeah. lives here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as I was thinking through that, I was like, and what does that look like for a friend on the mm. outside of that person? Because I think sometimes our tendency could be like, I cannot believe we're still talking about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that would, to me, falls under what you're talking about. Those negative feelings. Like, why is she still grieving? Mm-hmm. Why is she still feeling this way? So, Maybe from, you can come at it from like a professional standpoint or like this has happened in your real life. How do we be a friend to a grieving person? I get that question all the time because I think um, there's something immobilizing when we see somebody who's hurting so badly and who's so raw Mm. that at least with a lot of the people that I've talked to, they they don't want to say anything that makes it worse. Yes. And so the tendency is to say nothing. nothing. Like, at least if I say nothing, it'll be neutral. I can't mess up. Because it's vulnerable to comfort. Totally vulnerable. It's vulnerable to step into somebody else's story and Mm -hmm. say, tell me what this is like. I think it's vulnerable too. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm stepping into someone's story who's grieving something, I don't get. Yes. Because then I don't there's know a sense of inadequacy yes. or do I really have what it takes? Do I have the right to speak into this when I haven't been through it? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I think what I tell people is, and what's helpful actually for me um, as the person inside that circle or inside the mud pit, as I call it, mm-hmm. um, is just to be curious. Mm. Hey, I... I I'm going to be honest about the fact that I have no idea what this is like. I've dealt with other things, but this isn't one of them. And I want to understand Mm. what you feel like. Because one grieving person might have a totally different experience based on their history Mm -hmm. than another grieving person. And so it's not a one size fits all anyway. And so I just want to be curious, will you help me understand what this has been like for you? And just asking lots of questions And then I just tell people to say, hey, I have no idea what would be helpful, but I want to do something. Mm. Tell me something that I can do that would be really helpful. And that's a little different than can I do anything? Mm -hmm. Because then the other person has it. No, I'm fine. Uh (laughs) But to really commit, I want to do something for you. Tell me what that is. Mm -hmm. You get to pick what that is. 
and I'm open to anything. Yeah. And to just um, to listen and not have answers. Exactly. And, and we are very uncomfortable with, with that. not having answers. Yes. I, but it's yeah. so, I think, I feel it's so comforting to the person who's mm-hmm. walking through a trial is that, yeah. because I don't really need anyone to fix me right now. No. I remember when we brought our kids home from Haiti, those first couple of years are just, they're so hard. hard. They're so difficult. Yeah. And I remember when I would talk to someone and they would say like, oh, my kid did this one time as well. And I immediately was like, no, that kid came from your body and they haven't endured trauma mm. and you don't know what this is like. This yeah. is different, you know? Yeah. And so, but when people would just listen, mm-hmm. it's like my best girlfriend in the world, her daughter has special needs. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't live that life. No, I have, we live, a, we have very different struggles. Right. So I don't try to tell her what I think she should do no. with Mabry, but I can listen. Right. Listen and, and validate the feelings. And say, how can I help? Yeah. Like yeah. you said, yeah. Yeah. What can I do to walk mm. this season with you? Um, that's good. So those are the things that, that come to mind. And those are the things that have been helpful for me. Cause we want to be good friends. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And we want to be helpful and close to our friends in their pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you care telling us your diagnosis? It's not, no, okay. no, not at all. So we have, um, what is called a balanced translocation. So it's, it's a genetic, <laughs> and if there's genetic counselors listening, they <laughs> might think I'm totally you. botching this. But um, as far as I understand yeah. it, um, there's chromosomes that are not in the right. Um, so part of my husband's 15th is stuck on his first and part of his first is stuck on his 15th. Um, that makes absolutely no sense to me, but I'm like going with you. Okay. I got it. Um, and so he, all the genetic material is there for him, Mm -hmm. uh, which is why it wouldn't have been recognized until we tried to have children. I see. And then the right combination Mm -hmm. of genes have to get, of chromosomes have to get chosen. Yeah. Um, for the baby to mm. make it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So thank you. Thank you. Um, it, it is not the story I thought mm-hmm. I would have, um, but, and it is painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest about that. Um, but certainly God has not wasted it. Yeah. And I, I say that genuinely. He mm-hmm. has used that pain to, um, like I said, pry Mm -hmm. my fingers off what I thought I wanted to give me the one thing I need, which is him. I have received, I love the message version of all the Beatitudes. Um, and I might not totally get the wording right on this, but it's like blessed, um, Blessed are those who mourn or who lost the thing that is most dear to them, for they will receive more mm. of what is most dear to them, mm. which is Jesus or something like I that. I love that. You, you didn't butcher it well. Um, I, I love that. I have one of my favorite things, one of my favorite verses forever, and I was going to butcher it, but I cheated and looked it up, is from Romans 5. Mm. And it says we rejoice in our sufferings, which yeah. is just so hard, but this is why. Like, I love God's work because yeah. he's like, hey, rejoice. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Rejoice in our sufferings, um, knowing that suffering produces endurance yep. and endurance produces character mm-hmm. and character produces hope and yeah. hope does not put us to shame. Yeah. And I can just like see that of like, mm-hmm. okay, God, I'm going to trust you that this, you're doing something in me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I do want to be more sanctified and yeah. I want to be more holy and mm-hmm. I want to be closer to him. 
Yeah. And so often we think the blessing is what he can do for me mm. and not in, in me, me. Yeah. Um, and, and not what he's working through. Yeah. And so this has just been one of the things God's used in my story to give me empty hands yeah. to receive more of him. Yeah. Okay, guys, I know you're loving my new friend, Nicole, and you want her to be your friend as well. But I want to pause for just a second to thank some sponsors of The Happy Hour because they make this show possible every single week for you. The first people that I want to thank are ZipRecruiter. You know, there are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through, or they make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. And here's what that's not, guys. That's not smart. But do you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH to hire the right person. Because you see, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and then it actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through all of the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. That is why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. So right now, you guys, my listeners, that's you. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive webpage. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, guys, I also want to thank Away. Away offers high-quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel. The bags are available in a variety of colors and four sizes, including carry-on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines. The Away suitcase is lightweight and made with premium German polycarbonate that's unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. Not to mention, it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, and a patent-pending compression system to help overpackers. You guys, I know about that packet-pending compression system because I have one of the carry-on suitcases. And you guys, I have carried that bag on for a nine-day trip in Italy. I take it every weekend when I get on the road. I just took it a couple weeks ago when Aaron and I went to Sedona. I pack so much into that bag. Also, you guys, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord. A simple charge will power your iPhone five times. Try out Away for 100 days. Vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, pack it so full you got to sit on it to close it. That's what I do. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. Shipping is free within the lower 48 states. And thanks to Away's lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it. So you've got nothing to lose. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash happy hour and use the promo code happy hour during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash happy hour, promo code happy hour for $20 off your away suitcase. Okay, so let's get into your counseling. Yeah. And I would imagine that your pain and suffering has Mm -hmm. got to, does it help or hurt I think it helps. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I think the instant we lose touch with our Uh humanity as a therapist is the instant we lose our gut in the room when we're with somebody else. Mm. And I don't talk about my story with my clients because it's about them and it should be about them. But it certainly has given me a different Mm -hmm. lens having walked this specific journey. Okay. So I want to hear about the 
practice that you do uh-huh. with couples. Yep. The retreat type thing. Yep. I want to see, I want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. And I was also wanted you to talk about what you mentioned earlier about when we stuff down our feelings. Yeah. We, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Okay. Yep. Tell me about this. So I'll start with the model of therapy that I use because I also use that okay. at the hideaway experience, which is that marriage intensive mm-hmm. that I work out three to four times a year. Um, so the model I use is called restoration therapy. And it essentially says that there are two essential pillars we need as humans to thrive and survive, really. Um, the first is love and the second is trust. Okay. And we're really good as a culture about talking about love. That's all the attachment mm-hmm. stuff. Um, trust we don't talk about as often, but when there's a violation of love, uh, the result is pain about who we are. It okay. says something about our identity. So I might feel worthless or not good enough or unknown or like a failure. Um, any feeling that relates to who I am it, when I get a confusing or destructive message about whether or not I'm loved. Okay. And then when there's a violation of trust, Uh, the result is a confusing or painful message about our sense of safety. So um, I might feel powerless, helpless, insecure about my situation. Um, Anything that has to do with my environment being safe or my ability to make choices and have agency. And so people's experiences and the relationship dynamics that they grow up with and things that maybe happened to them or their family growing up shape the kind of pain we feel when we're in a painful situation. So you and I could go through the exact same painful circumstance tomorrow and you might feel unknown or like a failure and I might feel not good enough and inadequate. That so was it doesn't just an matter what the pain is that you go through. It's kind of how most of the time not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's we could experience the same thing and feel totally different things based on what our stories have been. So I could imagine mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like how I would see this play out. If you're a marriage therapist, I mm-hmm. bet you've seen this. You always hear um parents who have kids with special needs or yep. walk through the death of a child yep. can be one of the hardest things. Am I right? Absolutely. And you see a lot of marriages yep. not make it through those. Yes. Is that one of the things? They're experiencing the same pain, mm-hmm. but they're dealing with it differently. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily why they wouldn't make it. But, but that's okay. But maybe certainly, I should say like, you can see yeah. like, or oh, maybe yeah. you're, you're in a relationship. You're like, I can't believe you're not reacting this yes. way. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I've experienced that with my husband. Mm-hmm. We walking through this, Yeah, walking through this, uh-huh. we do not experience it exactly the same. There's overlap for sure, but, um, there's different pain there. Yeah. Um, and that's for sure how I have felt at times, like just experience it exactly right. the way I do. I do. Cause then it would feel real to yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. But we have different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, And so as a result um, of these feelings, we develop ways of coping with them, which is what you were referring to in an attempt to protect ourselves from those feelings um, that are understandable and growing up sometimes even necessary. Okay. But what's necessary becomes a barrier in our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with other people. As you get older? 
yeah, as you as you become an adult and you're empowered to make choices mm-hmm. and you're um, interacting, you take more responsibility for those feelings. Okay, give me like a real life example of yeah. what this looks like. Yeah, so, um, well, I'll use myself. With, okay, I was going to say with a woman named Sally. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How about a woman named Nicole? A woman named Nicole. Um, so I, the, my feelings are when I'm in a painful situation, I tend to feel rejected not good enough and like a failure. Okay. Um, and those are all similar, but have slightly different, but very much in the identity column. Um, and so immediately what I do is I shame myself. And we think of shame often as a feeling. I tend to think of it as something we do. It's one of our coping mechanisms. What do you, how do you do shame? What does that look like? So you basically agree with that, those feelings. I am this. I am this. And I continue to give myself messages that perpetuate that feeling that I am no good because of this. I, and if you, if you think of, if your little kid self is, is outside of you and and right here in front of you, it's sort of like shaking your finger at them. Mm. Like you are no good. You would have been better if, Mm. if you could, you know, and of course we would never do that, right? but we do it to ourselves all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, And we're totally comfortable treating ourselves that way, but, but not somebody else or let alone a child. Um, And so that's one thing I do. And, and then the next thing I do would be to try and perform and prove myself out of that feeling. So the shame that I carry, those not good enough feelings can only be answered by... Being better? Being better. Okay. Another, a good performance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I use that good performance as a permission slip to feel okay about myself. And then, like I said, I might feel good if I can perform for a minute or two, but then there's always that fear. It doesn't solve those not good enough feelings. How has that worked with the grief of miscarriages? Like when you say, like, I need to mm-hmm. prove myself to be better. What mm-hmm. do you, what does that look like for you? I mean, I think because it's so clear, there's nothing I can do medically. What it's looked like for me is with God. Um, if mm-hmm. I can, you know, I've had thoughts that I don't believe at all, but it just shows you how tenacious shame is about finding fault within. I've had thoughts about, um, you know, if I, maybe God doesn't think I'm doing a good job with, with the son that I do have. And maybe if I were just better, a better mom, a better mom, he would entrust more children to me. Um, or maybe it's because, um, yeah, that's the main one. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, it's because I got in a fight with my yeah. husband the other yeah. day. Um, I have felt that way. Yeah. I remember I had two miscarriages in uh-huh. college. So uh-huh. I was unmarried, pregnant. Yeah. Um, mm. And then when I was married to my husband and we got pregnant with our son, Caden, I was really convinced that I would lose because mm-hmm. I had had two previous miscarriages. Sure. Well, now I'm married and I, I can do this. Like yeah. this is quote unquote you have a green light. Yeah, yeah. I have a green light to do this. But I was really convinced mm-hmm. that God surely wouldn't let me because I didn't deserve it. Yeah. So that was that talk of that's that shame talking. Is that, yeah. 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 Um, that that shame telling you, oh, yeah. you don't deserve a good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another thing when when God has pulled me outside of that. 
you know, every good thing is a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't earn it. Yeah. And it really shined a light on how entitled I felt to good things because I had been good. Yeah. Um, and that's not how it works at all. It's all grace. Right. Um, so that's how it's worked with me. Mm-hmm. But there's four main buckets that and and different things, more specific things in each of these buckets that people tend to use to protect themselves from pain. So the first is blame, getting really angry. Everything is everyone else's fault, mm. raging. Um, I just go from zero to 60. Okay. Um, the second would be shame, what mm-hmm. we just described, yeah. agreeing with those messages about your value and I can do no good and yeah. there's something wrong with me. Um, and the, we, and I don't know about men cause I don't know men. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it, like I'm a woman. Right. <laughs> so weird to say, I'm like, I don't know, but you might be able to answer this cause you speak to both, but I feel like that shame when man, us women, we can just sit in that. We are good at it for we sure. Are good at sitting and yeah. believing it mm-hmm. to be the ultimate truth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is true about me. Yep. No, I, I do encounter a lot of women who struggle with that one, but men too. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is- It probably looks different. It looks different, but all four of these are- Okay, so blame, blame shame. shame, control. Okay. So- that's me. I'm like- <laughs> I see that smile over there. Over here, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's basically, if, if everyone else just does it exactly the way that I need them to, I can feel okay. Mm-hmm. Or if I can manage my life- into going exactly the way I want it to. Um, and this is a tough one because our our culture celebrates controllers. Yeah. It's the type A, it's, it's often um, qualities that are really celebrated in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, depending on the workplace, yeah. but um, that kind of get it done at all costs, yeah. <laughs> um, very independent mm-hmm. um, persona. Um, and then the final one would be escape. And this looks, this has lots of different faces because we can escape in all sorts of ways. Oh, now we can. I mean, there's an escape every minute <laughs> yeah, of the day you exactly. could find. I mean, pick up your phone. Exactly. Right? Instagram. Okay, yeah. And I, anything on the iPhone, um, Netflix, shopping, addiction. Yeah. Like drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. pornography. All that falls under escape. All of it falls under escape. And yeah and then some people physically leave literally you literally escape. yeah uh-huh. i just take off yeah and the interesting thing about that is withdrawal you can actually do that in all four mm. i can withdraw to punish yep and that would be more blaming uh-huh. i can withdraw to manipulate to get you to do what i want to do i That'd can withdraw control. to check out mm-hmm. yep or i can withdraw because i am so bad that nobody deserves right. to be around me yeah um, and so face value doesn't necessarily tell us what right. the driving uh-huh. motivation is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that those are the things that we do to protect ourselves from pain. So with your therapy, you're mm-hmm. saying, let's first find out what it is that you struggle yeah. with. Like we let's, call it the pain I, cycle. let's identify the pain yeah. cycle. Mm-hmm. And then do you help them to recognize the pain cycle? Mm-hmm. I get then, it on paper. And then get yeah. some steps for what we're going to do next. Yeah. So then the bulk of the work insight is only not even half the battle. I mean, we, we have to know, we cannot change what we will not name. So it's a very important part of the process mm-hmm. to know what it is that we need to take off. Um, and this whole model is based on the, that verse in Ephesians, you know, taking off the old self and putting on the new, but then the bulk of the work is just beginning because 
And a lot of people want to jump to, well, I just won't do that. Uh-huh. I'll take those coping behaviors and no matter how I feel, I'll do something different. Mm-hmm. And self-control, as you know, only gets us so, so far, far yeah. not very far at all, because if that emotional root is there and we've learned to protect ourselves in those ways, we have to go to the root. To the root. And so the bulk of- And that's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's the good part. And that's the messy part. Yeah. Um, that's where, you know, it's like cleaning out the closet. Mm-hmm. Feelings in the back corner you didn't yeah. know you had, wounds you didn't know you had, or I'll just strewn out all over the floor. Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to do this part, but it's so it worth does. it. Yeah. And so what I, what I help my clients do or hope to is being able to look at those feelings and empe- help them take the empowered position to say what is true about those. Yeah. There's a huge difference. We can't eradicate feelings from our lives. I wish. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those are there. But when we do feel them, we do have a choice about what we do with them. Do we agree with them? Do we react from them? Or are we willing to look at ourselves and say, no, no matter how I feel, this is what's true about me. Mm. This is what I'm empowered to do. And so instead of whatever, blame, shame, control, uh-huh. escape, this is what I'm going to do instead. Um, that can be it'd be so empowering i think huge i mean i'm thinking even like in my own life of course i'm thinking of things that Mm -hmm. would be a struggle for me and sometimes i think also it's we think and it Mm -hmm. might be true it's easier to just do those things that we've known how to do forever yeah it it feels easier what you're asking me to do feels like a a lot of hard work absolutely but i can use my brain to think the other side of that hard work must bring so much freedom yeah. 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 And and there's, we have to experience it. So I do a lot of experiential mm-hmm. stuff because it, otherwise it's just words and yeah. there's nothing magic about mm-hmm. the words. But you're exactly right. And the neuroscience supports that. If, it's kind of like if I tell you to get to the other side of those woods mm-hmm. and there's a path or you could blaze your own trail. I'm essentially asking you to, to blaze your own trail. Yes. <laughs> because your brain prefers what it knows. Yeah. And so if... It is used to and hardwired uh-huh. when you feel whatever it is that you feel in pain. I am hardwired to protect myself yeah. in this way. Yeah. I think about this a lot. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about myself, obviously, mm. um, but I think about some of my kids yeah. in particular that have been through really hard things yes. in their young life. Yeah. Um, and I think about I, when you're naming off those buckets, mm. I'm immediately thinking, this is where he goes. Mm-hmm. This is where he goes. And I can see that. Um, and from an outsider looking in, I see that there is so much more that he could feel and experience, but he does always go back to the same thing mm-hmm. over and over because it's what he knows, but it's not true. Right. It's not true, but it's what he knows. Yeah. So I imagine that there are people listening like I am and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, if only I could come sit down with you for like an hour <laughs> for the next six weeks, I would solve all that. my problems, oh. <laughs> but you live in Connecticut. I do. Um, if someone is feeling like, golly, I think I need to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm so pro counseling. Mm-hmm. But what it, what is your like recommendation? Because we can't all come sit in your office on a comfy chair with the blanket. That would um, be fun. I know that would be fun. Um, so I will get you the website that has people who do the okay. kind of therapy okay. that I have Nationwide, just described. Nationwide, there's people that have this certification. Yeah, okay. we're, we're a growing community um, for sure. And then... If um, you're married mm-hmm. and want to do 
a, one of these hideaway oh, do experiences. the intensive thing. Tell us about that. Yeah. So the model I just described is roughly the model that we use at the hideaway experience. Is this for people who are like, our marriage is in distress? No. Okay. I mean, yes. And it's for any marriage. Okay. Uh, we've had couples that, hey, we've been married 20 years. Pretty good. We just want to tune up. Yeah. And we think this would, we've heard awesome things from our friends and we just think this would be a great experience for us. And then we have people who have papers ready to sign. Like last straw. Last ditch effort. Um, if this doesn't work, we're done. Um, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, marriages that have sent some significant struggle and are not settling for that yeah. and, and want to do it differently. So yeah, it's called the hideaway experience and there's three locations. Um, I tend to work at the one in Rome, Georgia. Um, and I, I have been in Amarillo as well. Um, Amarillo, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. There's like nothing. In, sorry for all of you um, West Texas people, but there's not much in Amarillo. I guess <laughs> and there's not- even less around where this place is. But let me tell you, it is the most beautiful retreat. Really? On it's it's their home. It's their um their vacation home, uh-huh. their family home yeah. um, that they run these intensives out of, mm-hmm. and it's on this canyon. Do you know what that's called? That is. Some some canyon. I'll take it back. Um, West Texas can be very beautiful. Yeah. So all of you that are listening, we vacation in Marfa <laughs> all the time. But I know Emerald is a little bit norther. Yes. North, norther? That's not a word. North of there. Okay. Yeah. So the, the place itself, it's like five-star accommodations. Uh-huh. The hospitality. That's I'm I'm down for hospitality. It it does it for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you will be I say this all the time. That is every bit as much, if not more, mm. the therapy yeah, is being than served. the actual counseling. Yeah. You would be amazed the breakthrough we see from the level of hospitality wow. that is received at each of these three locations. Mm-hmm. And then the third one's outside of San Diego. Okay. Which that's but, nice too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're yeah. all beautiful in uh-huh. different ways. All the same level of service, yeah. same counseling model. Um, but we take them through that process in four days. Wow. And I always say I, I get the privilege of just being a miracle watcher. I mean, Do you see, oh, my goodness. It is such a pr- and I don't say this like I'm doing it. Uh-huh. I, it is God through these places and through the work that these couples are doing. Wow. The other thing is it's group couples therapy. Oh, that makes my armpits sweat. <laughs> this is the worst thing I could ever imagine. Is that hard? <laughs> it is. So it's the number one thing that people are afraid of. Yeah, I'm scared right now for everyone that's coming. <laughs> number one thing that people love when they really leave. it's their favorite part. Yes. Because you learn exactly mm. what we're talking yeah. about. Yep. You're sitting with perfect strangers, and yep. that sounds really scary because we're asking you to go to deep places. Which I'd rather go deep. Here's the protector. Sure. Let's go. I'm going to go deep with someone I don't have ever have to see again. Yeah. Rather yeah. than like my kids, you know, football mom. Yeah. But by the end, you Your may friends. wish you had seen them again. I know. You, you would get to see them again. Um, but all of a sudden, somebody else is talking from across the circle. And I'm like having this revelation yeah. that, oh my goodness, they're putting words to how I have felt mm. for 31 years and yeah. never, never been able to express before. Yeah. And so there's something that gets 
that's really special bonding, but also growth that gets facilitated because of the group process. Mm. So totally get why it makes your armpits okay, I'd sweat. Buy into but- it now, <laughs> that would be the part where I'd be I, like, can I we know. skip this session? <laughs> no, I totally get it. I, it, it. At first when I heard that, I'm like group couples therapy. How does that even work? I know. Um, but it's, it's usually oh. a gift. It's always a gift and usually people's favorite part. What a joy yeah. to get to watch that too. Oh my goodness. I'm so lucky. I mean, just to be like, I think because we've been married 17 years Yeah, and um, I'm a big fan of marriage. I'm like, I totally. think I say it's one of God's kindest gifts to me because mm. he didn't have to give it to me. Um, <clears throat> and so I'm a big fan of it mm-hmm. and it's hard. Um, but what a joy to get to see people put in the effort yeah. and the work yeah. and then come out on the other side and say, we're going to. This We're going to make so this cool. happen, make this work. Yeah. I drive away. I'm actually going to go in a week um, to do one of these. Which city and are you going to? Atlanta. Okay. Rome. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm driving. I, I always drive away on Thursdays and think, wow, mm. what a gift. And thank you, Lord, that I get to participate yeah. in your work in that right. way. Because that's truly what it is. And that's what it is in my counseling practice, too. What a joy and privilege to participate in the work of God's people, you know, in in the work He's doing in their lives. Um, So, and I use this in my own marriage. My husband uses it too, this model. So we, you know, we have work to do too. And um, I have a really, really great marriage, but... um, You can always work. I mean, it's like two people living together. There's always something you can work on. And, and we need this just as much as everybody else. So, oh, yeah. Well, this has been so enlightening to me oh, just to hear about your work and what you're mm. doing, um, but also super encouraging as oh, well. And so I know that people are listening um, or feeling encouraged themselves mm-hmm. or even like, how can I walk beside a friend mm-hmm. who's really struggling mm-hmm. to walk through something that I don't really get, Yeah, you know? And yeah. so what a joy to mm-hmm. get some practical tools for that as well. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Okay, what are you loving these days and what are you reading? What am I loving? I am loving, okay, this sounds very nerdy. No, but but, my, uh, <laughs> go for it. My seven-year pen. Wait, you've had it for seven no. years? Okay, I was like, how in the world did you keep up with a pen for no, seven years? I wish I could actually keep the pens that long. Okay. But it's a type of pen that I use to write because I'm in the middle of, uh-huh. of writing this book. Are you handwriting your book? No, but, but I like use it to and journal and process. Yeah. Yeah. And I usually do um, a lot of scratching before I actually type. Yeah. And 
I have to have this pen. Seven-year pen. The seven-year pen. I think that's what it's called. If you type that into Amazon, it will show up. Is that where you got it? Amazon? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yep. The seven-year pen. What else? I am loving my University of Washington Huskies, even though... <gasps> Didn't y'all win recently? No, we y'all lost. Y'all lost to... Yeah, Auburn. It was brutal. Y'all didn't lose that bad. It wasn't that bad, but we had okay. like... Yeah. We we fought a good fight. It was a good game. Yeah. I have a friend um, here who's a Husky fan, so that's the only reason really? I would ever know how y'all did. Oh, because that's so fun. We There's watched like the none. game. I know. He's from Washington State. <laughs> there yeah. you go. And so we watched... The game was on. And so I only uh, take notes because I'm like, oh, Nate loves them. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was a very good game, and I was, I was proud of them, but it would have been did fun. Did you go to... Washington or you just- no my my parents did and okay. so growing up that was sort of yes. my local football blood. team and my college didn't have a football team okay. so yeah um and then what am I reading I am reading uh my she reads truth bible there's mine right there it has made uh-huh. such a difference for me I could also put that in, in the what I'm loving category yeah. I didn't know. I mean, it's obviously the the same scripture that I've had right, forever. Yeah, but I love the translation. Uh-huh. For some reason, it has made such a difference in me getting in the Word mm. on a regular basis. Why um, is that? I think I love the devotions that uh-huh. are inserted randomly uh-huh. throughout, and I love that they're not on the most obvious oh, yeah. passages of uh-huh. scripture, so they just really illuminate. Yeah. Um, the meaning of the text that uh-huh. I may have otherwise kind of glossed over. Right. Um, and I, I love the thought that they put into, like, I love reading at the beginning of the books, like uh-huh. this was the purpose of this For book. Sure. This uh-huh. was what was going yeah. on. I feel like the context this Bible has put around scripture uh-huh. has just made it come alive for oh. me in a different way. Rachel and Amanda will love to hear this. Oh, I yes. hope so. I'm and they so have grateful the, the, for them. The reading plan at the beginning of each chapter. Yes. Yeah. And the one year one uh-huh. in the back, I did I did that last year um, and was really blessed by it because it also has shown me, oh, this is how the Old Testament is connected. Yeah, because I do a lot of, if you want to go deeper, yes. read this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is how Jesus is a fulfillment of that. Uh-huh. And my goodness, am I grateful yeah. for everything Rachel and Amanda have uh-huh. done. I feel like there's just was nothing like that. They're doing that. great stuff. I'm actually doing with a group of girlfriends. Um Open your Bible. A study oh, that they good. put out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're I've really been liking wanting it. to do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also reading The Middle Place. Yes. By Kelly Corrigan. I haven't read it, but I heard it's amazing. It is really good. If mm-hmm. you like memoirs. Uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, me too. It just connects with me in such a deep way. And I I, re- um, I read Tell Tell Me More, um, which is her is most her? recent okay. book that came out and decided I should probably read Go everything back, else yeah. she's ever yeah. written because she's such a brilliant writer. Um, and then I'm reading Forgiving God by Hilary Yancey. Okay. Um, and that I'm not all the way through it, so I, I won't pretend to know what the bulk of, of her message mm-hmm. is, but in the beginning, it's really helping, reminding me to give myself permission for those raw feelings mm. that we yeah. talked about. Yeah. That's so good. I'm not reading. Um, actually, I am reading something. I'm a really bad reader right now. Um, I'm reading. We go through seasons. We go through right? seasons. I know. Um, have you heard about the book Educated? Yes. I, okay, have I haven't it. read it. 
I have it on my bookshelf. I'm dying to get to it. It has come up in conversations in the past two weeks so much in my life. Really? I, I, I need to order it today. That's good to know. You should. I, I've I, heard it's phenomenal. Yeah. Based on what little I have read and heard about it, I think it's going to be a really good book. I, so I do too. Excited. It's a memoir too. And that's yes. my fave. Yeah, me too. That's my fave. Me um, too. Girl, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was a really happy hour. This Could I be corny like hour. that? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but a real blessing for me to be with you. You're so kind. Yeah. Um, and so we'll put up on the show notes everywhere people can find you. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to connect with you. Isn't that the best thing about social media? I've had so much fun doing that and making friends that I totally. never would have been able totally. to meet. Yes. I think people are hard on social media sometimes and I totally get it. it for sure. It's, um, pitfalls for sure. Yes. It could be an escapism. Yes. Did you like that? that or uh, a way to prove ourselves. There you and go. what people think of us. We and, can yeah. use social media for all kinds of things. All kinds of things. But a gift is to connect with people. Yeah. So I would love that. I love it so much. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Jamie. Guys, you know what I found is that learning how to deal with questions about technology, entertainment, and sexuality can often leave Christian parents exhausted and confused. You guys, I want to invite you to join myself, Matt Chandler, Beth Moore, and others at the 2018 ERLC National Conference in Dallas on October 11th through 13th as we look at what it means to be a Christian family. Go to ERLC.com slash events to learn more. Use the code HAPPYHOUR for 30% off your tickets. Oh, did I mention my man's going to be leading worship there? Come join us, you guys. It's going to be a great time. ERLC.com slash events. Use the code word HAPPYHOUR for 30% off your tickets. Friends, today's show is edited by Chris with Podshaper, and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. If any of you are going to be at the Lifeway Abundance event in Richmond, Virginia this weekend, please come say hi. You know I'm a hugger. I'm going to give you a hug and tell you thank you for listening to the show. I love meeting listeners. Come say hi. Guys, enjoy your week. Share this show with a girlfriend. Have a happy hour with a friend. I will see you back here next week. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.